With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It's Sunday, December 26th. And uh, I guess this should have been the weekend of insurance because we are answering insurance questions this weekend. It is still the holiday weekend. I don't know if you're going to return stuff. I don't know if you're running around. I don't know if you're just sleeping off a big meal. But we are here sort of metaphorically, because we're not really here. Mark and I are both taking this time off. If you've got a financial question, you want to ask it, go to jillonmoney.com and just click on the contact button. Okay, so we continue insurance weekend by going to Jess in Florida. Hi, Jill. Um, I have a question about a life insurance policy that I have. Um, I bought a whole life uh, insurance policy about six years ago with about $45,000 rolled over from two previous life insurance policies. Um, now I've been kind of more looking into finances and I've realized that that was probably a bad investment because I don't have kids and I don't plan on having kids and I don't make a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm wondering if I should surrender that policy and invest it in something that might have uh, a little lower cost on the back end. Okay, so you put 45 grand in six years ago, and that was uh, what's called a 1031 exchange. I'm sorry, 1035 exchange. 1031 is a real estate exchange. So it's a 1035 exchange. Any need for life insurance at all? I honestly don't think so. I don't have any real, you know, beneficiaries that would need money. Okay. Okay. The surrender period. So uh, for everyone listening, when you buy one of these permanent life insurance policies, what happens is you have a sliding scale down. So you put $45,000 in and if you pulled all that money out in the first year, sometimes it's a 10% or 12% and then it goes down. Do you know what the surrender percentage is right now? I don't know the percentage, but I know the value. It would be about $1,200. Okay. So any need for the the money? So if we took the $45,000 and you ended up netting, I'm just going to make it up $40,000 because there may even be some tax that's due in addition to the in addition to the surrender charge. What would you do with that money right now? 
Honestly, I was just thinking of investing it. I do have about $10,000 in student loans, but it's at a decently low rate, so I wasn't planning on paying that off. That's mm-hmm. really the only thing that I would pay off. I okay. was just hoping to kind of invest it into something that maybe the fees would be a little bit lower and my mm. return would be better. Oh, yeah. Well, there's no doubt that that would be probable, if not automatic. If we uh, were to look back to the original insurance, because you said you you moved it in from other insurance. Do you remember when you bought that insurance, the one that was way back when? I don't for sure. I know my parents bought it when I was very uh-huh. young. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to give you what I think is the general advice. However... I want you to do some homework for me. Number one, I want to know what the percentage goes to, you know, the longer we wait. Because there could be an argument that you say, hey, you know what, I'll wait one more year or a couple more years. I don't know. And like like off the top of my head, this looks like a, almost like a 3% surrender charge, which is, it's not terrible, right? It's, it really isn't. So I want to find out, number one, what is the actual percentage and when does that turn over, right? Because, you know, if it were like two months from now, it drops from three to two percent, we'd wait, right? So yeah. let's find out the surrender charge. Second thing, ask the insurance company, is this a taxable event? So you can call like the general information number on that statement and you can talk to the people who got that and you want to say, if I blew out of this policy right now, would there be any tax due? So if you put in more money, overall than you took out, no tax event. But if your parents bought some of these policies or one of these policies a really long time ago, it could be that there's some tax that's built up into this. Not that you're, that would prevent you from doing anything, but it would be something you want to keep in the back of your mind. You would say, oh, some of this is going to be taxable income to me. I should keep some money in cash. Okay, so let's find out those two things. Surrender charge, tax liability. Next, you said you have a low rate on your student loans. How low a rate? Uh, it's about five and a half percent. So here's what I would say. Let's pretend you take this money out and you get, let's just pretend that you net 40 grand. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to take 10 grand. You're going to pay off that five and a half percent debt. And the reason is that it is impossible for you to get a guaranteed five and a half percent return right now in the investing world. And so Mm. by paying off that $10,000, you just made what is likely the best investment decision of your young life, which is you've made 5.5% return with no risk. Boom, that's gone. How much money do you have in your emergency reserve funds right now? Do you have six or 12 months of your living expenses? No, I have about four months. Okay, so from the 40, we've already spent 30. I mean, we've already spent 10, leaves you 30. I want you to round that out and get a little more money in your emergency reserve fund. So six months at least in there. How old are you, Jess? I'm 32. Oh, you're so young. Fantastic. (laughs) And how do you, do you fund your own retirement account? Do you have a Roth or a different kind of retirement account? I have a traditional 401k through work, Mm -hmm. um, which I contribute 6% to and my employer matches. I also have a traditional IRA that I have from a previous employer. If if you were like looking at your cash flow right now, how much money about do you earn approximately? Uh, Approximately $53,000, $54,000 a year. And do you feel like you're living well on that? Like if I had that, if that debt were gone, right, the student loan debt is gone. Now you're putting money away into your traditional 401k and, and, and you feel like, life's pretty good. You're living well? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. So what I think is, let's find out a little bit more information about the nature of the charges that exist for the insurance policy. Mm -hmm. If you were to get 
this money out. And it, again, boils down to about 40. You pay down the student loan at five and a half percent. You top off your emergency reserve fund. And then maybe what you do is you actually keep a little, maybe even bump up your traditional 401k a little bit. Maybe instead of putting 6%, you could say, hey, I could put in 10% now because I'm in my 30s and I'm like a real person now. Oh, I'm so (laughs) sad for you. You know what? I'll tell you something. Every decade gets better, Jess. I'm telling you that right now. Every decade gets better. You don't feel better physically, but you are emotionally (laughs) 10 times better. And you're usually richer. So that's good, too. So let's get some more info about the life insurance. Give me a holler back. Let me know what you find out. But I, I agree with you. I think it's time to get that money out, extract it. So do you have a whole life policy and you don't know what to do with it? Do you have any kind of insurance question? Do you have an estate question, a tax question, a year-end question? Let us know. Just go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact button. Do let us know if you want to come on the air. Just go to jillonmoney.com and click that contact button. Put your hands on someone's back today, metaphorically or maybe in real time. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.